The Big Small Business Show, proudly sponsored by MTN Business. The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. This is the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our wonderful entrepreneurs out there who are doing the most incredible things to build a legacy for their kids and to actually, in many instances, just put bread on the table. Now, if you've been watching the show for for many years, you'll know that uh, we used to feature uh, many entrepreneurs in, in, in the show to talk about their story. The story, which is very much like your story, like my story, a story of perseverance, a story of reinventing yourself and the story of who you have to become in order to become a successful entrepreneur. In studio with us today, we've got Greg Walsh, who's the founder of G&G Productions, uh, events and festivals, and you'll know him best for Rage, the, the brand name Rage, the Rage Festival. And to any of you who have just come out of matric or have got kids in matric will definitely know that name. And some of you will be excited about that name. And some of you will be very afraid that your, your sons or daughters are going there. But maybe that's not a valid uh, fear because uh, we too were young and needed to let off some steam. So welcome to the Thank Big you. Small Business Show. Thank you, Alan. So, you, 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 I know there's a bit of grey hair there, but you <laughs> yeah. look pretty young. Um, how did you start off as an entrepreneur? So I think there were one or two steps before the events. Uh, the, the, the big start was actually a big pain. I was, uh, I was a very privileged young man. I went to Hilton College and I went straight on to UCT to study a business science degree. And six months into my first year, I was on the parent, the parent funding. Uh, my dad gave me a call. I knew things had been a bit tricky. He gave me a call. He was sitting in Dubai and he said, listen, it's not good. I'm actually out the country just for a bit because I've got debts that are a problem and your next varsity visa are due in six weeks and your car payment is due and this is due and that's due and I'm, I'm, I'm ground zero. And the only thing that he gave me is he said, but I've got you a job at a well-known seafood restaurant on the waterfront called Bahia. Um, in Cape Town. So very angry and very upset. I took myself off two weeks later to Bahia and had to go through six weeks of unpaid training there while trying to study. And that was actually my first job, you know, working as a waiter and in a very high demand, uh, demand kind of service environment. I had to know a huge wine list. I had to know how to sell. I had to upsell someone from a king clip to a seafood platter. And that gave me my first little bit of business skills. And it was through that that I was starting to actually just look for something else. Maybe there's a way to make similar money with a bit less time. And then I, I met a new friend. I met Gareth Cliff, of all people. He came down. He was uh, fresh on 5FM. And him and Tracy McGregor were the um, hosts of the UCT fashion show. And when I had a bit less gray hairs, I was one of the stars of the show. Um, I volunteered for it. And I spent the whole evening backstage talking to Gareth. And then we went out to Rhodes House in Cape Town, had a big smash. And a week later, he was back in town and said, I'm DJing an under-18 party. Come along. 
don't worry, we're not, that's not the main party, just you come and hang out and then we'll go out afterwards and have a time. And I stood backstage talking to another Gareth, uh, Gareth DeVore, who ended up becoming my business partner. He had already gotten involved with uh, Plet Rage. Uh, Plet Rage was existing already, it was three years old, and he'd become a partner in Plet Rage. And he was doing lots of under 18 events, trick dance after parties. First I was selling tickets, I was managing a door, you know, and through a, a long cycle of ups and downs, we took the concept to Belita. I got some shares by doing that. And um, then they had business partnership fallouts and that gave me a little slice of extra shares because there was less partners, so someone needed to do the other one. And I mean, through a process of 18 years, I've, I've ended up as the sole shareholder. COVID actually had a lot to do with that. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Mm. But yeah, it started very, very small with the events. And I think, you know, we had this kind of purpose just to create amazing entertainment and and let's just talk about rage i mean for yeah. those those of you who don't know rage i don't know where you've been but uh, just how big is it how many how many kids come to it and and uh, just give me the 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 intention of it what is the intention so i think the intention started and the intention now probably shifted the intention started was just to go and make money and have a good time and I think we were, we were the antithesis of society. We had people that were screeching tires in streets and knocking over statues on the side of the road and vomiting into people's curbs. And we quickly had to change or die. So we took an existing pilgrimage of matrix that happened before us, and we just started to formalize that. But by 2010, the intention started to become, no, we want to be the greatest festival in the country. And you know, we, we understood that we had this luxury of a returning new customer every year. Obviously, some also like to come back a few times, but predominantly you've got a new customer every year. It's a rite of passage. It's a once in a lifetime. It's something people will pay a bit more for. It's something that brands understand. It's like, this is the pinnacle of this person's school career. So if we participate with them in a fun way, they're going to remember this more than when there's somebody attending 12, 13 music events and festivals a year, say age 25. So we started to realize this and also got interested. My partner was a DJ. We, we, we love traveling for music. We Ibiza four or five times, um, some of the music conferences in Miami and in Amsterdam. And seeing these amazing music festivals and experiences overseas, realizing we don't have the ticket revenues or anything to do them, but taking that massive inspiration and in our own way, trying to achieve as much of it as possible in South Africa is what I think built Rage into this spectacle of an event that is attended now. We're going to have to see what COVID-19 has done to the medium-term trajectory. But Belito and Schlange was typically seven or 8,000 uh, matrix. And then Plettenberg Bay, 4,500 matrix every year. And then there were some other small nodes. Um, Jeffreys Bay, 1,500, which started an event called Joburg Rage which was 3,000 people its first year. But I think as we rebuild, we're going to start with the core products and then look to diversify and risk out again. So and, and how long is the festival? Is it a week. We're going to have to take a break now. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk to Greg about uh, how he had to reinvent himself when that dreaded COVID came about, as many of our viewers indeed know from their own experience. 